Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, America. I'm excited to tell you this Tuesday morning, October 23rd, we'll be talking for the first time ever in a special podcast in New York City's historic uh, on my couch. And I promise you, it'll be a podcast to remember. See you soon. It's happening. We're here in my apartment. We've started recording. We've been keeping this a secret for a very long time. This has been in the works for quite a while. Months. We didn't mean to keep you waiting. <laughs> but we're here now. <laughs> yeah, it literally has been months since you came up with this idea in a taxi cab. I had a vision as I was driving up 8th Avenue. I had a vision of love. And I was going through Times Square and I was seeing all the lights and, you know, city of dreams, concrete jungle, wet dream tomato. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh. And I actually, no, I feel like my text message was really dramatic it was super dramatic i feel like you probably scared you yeah you were like i hi (laughs) do not let me forget this idea that i just had in the back of the cab (laughs) it was really dramatic it was but it was such a big idea and it's i mean obviously we've been at this for months literally years recording in private and secret it's been 84 years yeah (laughs) 84 (laughs) years of recording and um, no, I just texted you. I was like, do not let me forget this idea that I just had in the back of this cab. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I literally saw this whole thing at once. Yes, you did. I was like, oh my God, 20 episodes, 20 years of Britney. Yeah. Every single episode is going to be a year. We're going to sit and record it. And then getting into the nitty gritty, because this is self-funded, self-produced, self-edited girl. For now. <laughs> sponsor Until we us. get sponsored by Squatty Potty. Squatty <laughs> We'll be in a studio. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, you said all of those things and I said, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true though. And then you didn't let me forget. No, that's true. I did remind you. Yep. And we're here now. Yeah. So today is Tuesday morning, October 23rd, 2018. Who thought we would make it this far? Good morning, America. <laughs> Good morning, America. <laughs> yes. And we're here. We're gathered here today. We all know why we're gathered here today. (laughs) Clink, clink. Gigi Gorgeous quote. To walk. (laughs) That's a deep dive for anybody who gets that. Yeah. The Avenue. You are so our people. There's got to be one person listening that knows The Avenue. I hope so. Different. That's a different podcast. It's a different podcast. 20 years of The Avenue. (laughs) Seriously, I would love to do that. Ice Passion Tea, my favorite. (laughs) Okay, anyway. Too many lines. Too many memories. Toronto. Okay. (laughs) Too many legends to keep up with. So... (sighs) Today is the 20th anniversary of the release of one of the greatest singles of all time, Baby One More Time. Sometimes. Oh, Baby One oh. More Time. <laughs> that one too. Pretty Girls? Pretty Girls? <laughs> is this the 20th? Ad- it feels like it's been 20 years yeah. since Pretty Girls. Oh my God. In 2035, <laughs> we're going to do... We're doing the podcast. Dissecting the song 20 years later. Yes, this is the 20th anniversary of the radio release of Baby One More Time, which... Uh, 
Yeah, there was some debate about when the actual 20th anniversary was online. There was like people clamoring a few weeks before saying that it was the a- actual 20th anniversary. And um, we're, we're just going to go with what was on the Wikipedia slash our memory. Yeah, I mean, yeah. official release. I think it's October 23rd. I, that's the date I've been thinking of for a long time. If you disagree, please tweet Kyle Oh, and let him know that he's wrong and <laughs> that it was actually a few weeks ago and we should have uploaded this earlier. You know people are going to do that. Oh, for sure. We think that this is the correct date. So here we are. Yes, according to the official Wikipedia moment. <laughs> and that's good enough for us. It is. Yeah. I believe Billboard reported it. Right. So that's what we're going with. Please stop yelling at us already. (laughs) Well, I guess we should introduce ourselves. I think you already know my name. (laughs) Sorry, wrong podcast Uh, again. No, actually, no idea who you are. Uh, Why are you in my apartment? Get out. Um, So who are you? (laughs) Uh, My name's T. Kyle. Yeah. The T does not stand for Tumblr. Everyone asks you that, like what the tea is for. What's or the tea? They're like, so we were at a wedding recently and someone we were. stared at me and they were like, what? They were like, to Kyle, like one word? And I was like, oh, just Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. That was an awkward moment. Yeah. And I've been called Tile, like T I L E. They're like, oh my God, Tile. Oh, like Tile. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, Tyler. No. No, it's T period space. K-Y-L-E. That's right. And the T stands for Timothy, and we don't talk about that. Wow, exposed already exposed on this podcast. Exposed episode one. That's only what the doctors call me, or if I'm, like, in trouble. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, not now. Yeah. I don't get in trouble now, but when I was a right. kid. I didn't know that. Like, Timothy Kyle McMahon. That's how you know. Oh, exposed my I, Wow. Don't stalk me. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm T. Kyle, and I am currently a digital and social producer on a show called Watch What Happens Live. We are a late night show on Bravo, hosted by Andy Cohen. And I'm also a graphic designer, and I make shit on Twitter and video edits. And I used to work at MTV for Drag Race, Logo TV. That's uh, that's me. Yeah, yeah, that is you. You're kind of uh, all over the internet. Yeah, all over the place. Yeah, similar similar to you actually uh my name is t bradley (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) trash the t stands for trash damn it beat me um yeah uh my name is bradley stern and i am the perhaps most famously known for my blog oh it's gonna say uh your grinder hookups (laughs) Uh, (laughs) second most famous known for my torso on grinder <laughs> um let's see so yeah you might know me from my blog or you might not because maybe my blog's only read by 12 gays and i'm irrelevant uh <laughs> um fact check true no <laughs> uh if you didn't know me from there i also used to write in a bunch of places and currently write in a bunch of places i was the editor-in-chief of pop crush for two years i wrote for v magazine a few times uh attitude magazine time magazine currently write for paper and uh dabble in nylon and also used to do new now next for logo for a hot second there mtv i used to do a guest column for the five must hear tracks and just generally deeply immersed in stan culture kind of uh write all about 
fandom and pop and and write in a stanny way i would say and uh bicker with people about charts and sales on twitter or used to at chart data at chart data (laughs) see me with them hands (laughs) (laughs) i won't not fuck you up (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so i've been writing about music for a decade basically and uh Oh, and you might also know me for writing a series of fan fiction pieces about Christina Aguilera, uh, dubbed Legendina, which has gotten me in a lot of trouble with her fans. Uh, But it's also iconic in my (laughs) eyes. And has also won me some fans, so it's even. It's probably the best fictional writing ever. Legentina is taking a pause while we allow the actual Christina to have her moment with liberation. Yeah, she's on the liberation tour. She's not checking into LNN. (laughs) She'll be dialing in very very soon. She actually, she sent me an email today that said... Did she? Let me read it. Uh, It says... Timothy, redeem your copy of Christina Aguilera's Liberation. Your Christina Aguilera ticket purchase includes one CD copy per ticket of Liberation. Yes, calling me out. I went by myself. Um, Click redeem now to claim your music. You actually got that email. I thought you were kidding. No, it's right here. Yeah, you you did recently just attend the Liberation tour. I was working. Um, Sorry, I'm a fake fan. Fake Fake fan, fan. which we will get into. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to redeem that and have it shipped out immediately. That is great. She but that's would not love to who we're here out. to discuss nope. today. No, no, no. Even no. though we st- I stand. Yeah, we just... Brad's fake... Well, I'm a fake, fake fan. fan. Um, we're, we're here for somebody who uh, she is relentlessly compared to. That's true. <laughs> Vocally. No. <laughs> oh, God. And we're canceled. Yeah, over. Everyone just hit <laughs> Everyone stop and unsubscribe. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Brad and I met through the internet... Right. I was a, a Mew Mew's stan. Right. So I I guess I didn't fully flesh out my career. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my site is very heavily Britney. Everything is sort of shaped around Britney. I write about all kinds of music, but it always seems to come back to Britney. And I had a feature, have a feature called The Daily Bee. And at a point when her career was super active with different campaigns, was writing daily about her. And doing all these analyses and all this stuff about her life. Obviously, things have slowed down a bit because Peace of Me is a in sort its seventieth year. In its seventieth year, and for 2019, has been remixed, reimagined, renamed. Oh, <laughs> one one might say that uh, Peace of Me has been dominated. <laughs> dom top. Dom mask. Dom top. You want a dom top? <laughs> Yes, the the new residency at Park MGM. MGM Park? Yeah, whatever. Sure. Starting February 2019. <clears throat> I don't even know what to say. Uh, well, neither did she. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, this came as a this announcement of an of an of announcement, announcement of a, an announcer announcing announcements and an announcing that there was going to be an announcement about an announcement mm-hmm. really just took us off guard. It is the most avant garde thing that she didn't actually announce anything herself. Right. That's iconic. Yeah, that's remixed, remastered, and the things the, that we have to go through. Uh, the things we endure. 
for anyone listening who also uh, experienced the evening of October 18th, the reveal, we're with you in spirit. We are. <laughs> but we are going to be taking you backwards Back. 20 years yeah. first before we, before we get to this moment in time. Yeah. Brad wrote a really good blog post about it. <laughs> the great Britney Spears announcement of 2018. You can remix, remaster, revisit that and uh, remember exactly how we felt when uh, this went down. Yes. That is a good uh, moment for <clears throat> for now. For now. But uh, we're like going to be taking you backwards 20 years. Yeah, like the years. Pepsi generations. We're going back <laughs> in <We are>. time. <laughs> I was panicking for a second there when she posted that Britney Instagram post. You were going through it, frankly. Because I was like, I was like, Brad, she's going to call it. It's Britney, it's Britney bitch. bitch. And everything that we've done for the past <laughs> few weeks is going to have to be scrapped. I I absolutely uh, also felt this way. Uh, we definitely had a moment there where we thought that this was all going to be canned because it was going to be made irrelevant from some like 20th anniversary Britney retrospective slash residency thing that would mm. render this pointless. And then her Instagram put hashtag 20 years of Britney. And I was like, <gasps> yes. what? Yeah. You know, you know, you remembered, you exposed our podcast. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Changes our subtitle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, luckily we dodged a bullet because we were going to call it Domination the Podcast, but uh, <laughs> it's good that we didn't. Wow. <laughs> that was the first word that definitely came to mind for us. Oh my God. Um, but otherwise, back when I started in 2008, uh, things were kicking off uh, from the, the lowest of lows to the highest of highs. Uh, and we were embarking on a, some would say a comeback. And I was able to have the opportunity to sort of get closer to her in her You're circle. You're a very well-respected Stan on the internet. Sure. She's downplaying I've done some, herself. I've done some premieres. I've, I've had some chats. I've once filmed a documentary that will never see the light of day. More on that in further mm-hmm. oh, episodes. Yes, we're going to talk about that. So yeah, I've been through the ringer with the Spears circle. Your site is iconic. It's hilarious. You have a good ear. I mean, and, I could let you do the explanation because it's yeah. it's much Hi, easier. My name's T. Kyle, and I'm introducing you to Bradley Stern, <laughs> the founder and writer of MewMews.com. Not sponsored. <laughs> um, this is much better already. No, honestly, like I will. I remember being in college and... I, my next door neighbor, Will, shout out to Will. Hey, Will. Loved Beyonce and I loved Britney and I put Britney on my door. He put Beyonce on his door and we were like the only ones that really cared about pop music. Yeah. yeah. And so I used to rapidly follow x17online, mewmews.com and John Ali's blog. Shout out to John. John. And I used to follow the two of your websites because you guys were the only ones that I felt like were on the cutting edge of what was next and what was going to break and what was trending and who the next artist was going to be. And so I would follow you guys and I would take basically everything you guys said and I would relay it to my college friends. So I was like, <laughs> to the locals. The yeah. The locals. <laughs> and John used to post illegal links to download songs. Always. So yeah. I would like get the song from John and then I would read what you were writing about or yeah. like you would just talk about like albums and whatever. Yeah. John and I, when we met, we talked about that dynamic too. Cause mm-hmm. he was kind of, he it was always- a very good, yeah duo yeah he always had the the song up first and mm-hmm. the you know all the he was the source yes and then i would give my shitty opinion about the music and everyone wanted to hear it so yeah. <laughs> well 12 gays wanted to hear it yeah 
but you're still extremely well respected. Well, thank you. I think I think more so you than me in terms of the Britney world. People listen to you. Like when know, which you come out with a review, like, it's so like stupid of them. what did what what did as some would call moomoos have Moo-moos. to say about this? Yes, yes. Uh, I would like to give a special shout out to a hater uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, upon me shutting down apple pie, said nobody even reads moomoos except mm-hmm. for twelve gays. He has no idea what he's talking about. Which T. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. It's true. Thank you um, for exposing me, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm one of those 12 gays <laughs> and I a thousand percent have to credit you guys with being that influencer as influencer? the kids these days would say. Flat tummy tea? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Flat tummy tea sponsored by Momos. <laughs> yeah. Come um, on. I yeah. want it so bad. <laughs> Just the give me that SponCon. Momos SponCon. Eyeshadow palette. Oh my God! Please hit me up, Jaclyn Hill. Hit yeah, me up, Morphe. Um, what would one of the what would one of your shades be? I was thinking about this today on the train. I kid you not. It would be like weird words that I use in my blogs. It would be like reference. It would be like that's a good one. Something more urban. LNN, Legentina News Network. Yes. Which would be a oh, nice deep red. I would absolutely have Bionic and Lotus. Ooh. By Lotus and Justice for Bionic shades. A nice pink mm-hmm. and a subtle blush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I should get in touch with Jeffrey. This is this is a business. It absolutely is. She's a marketer. Uh, yes. She's a brand. Why are we talking about my makeup line? Because I'm I'm promoting Mew Mews because oh. you're not good at talking about how amazing That's your true. stuff is. That's true. And I'm just not very great at No, clearly not. Tooting of my own horn. In some ways. Your opinion is well respected sought after people want to know well i'm here to give Um, it to them so you're like you're i would say you're more of like the um intellectual you're like the writer Mm -hmm. you know the writers the producers the um composers right i know the nerdy side of the music because that's always what i've loved i've always loved digging through the crates literally physically Mm -hmm. being left alone with my friends used in college used to leave me alone at the cd shop and i would just like go into a trance and flip through everything and look at the back of the CDs and read the liner notes because that's just like what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And you've interviewed a ton of songwriters right, and right. producers, which will like you know we'll probably have we'll to all sprinkle that sprinkled that in, in for sure. But yeah, I would say I'm definitely on the nerdier side of being a pop fan. Um, and then you bring I, um, the action. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I am more of like a visual girl. Yes. I would say yeah, you know, like the music videos, the album art. The memes. Yeah, I mean, you've provided countless moments for the Britney community. I just sprung to mind your iconic uh, "Please Rise" for the pl- oh, national anthem my God. at the debate. The sound editing on that clip. Let me just—I have to I, pat myself in the back. Literally, people it thought sounded it was real. so real. Everyone thought it was real because I added like this weird like room effect, so yeah. it sounded like people were clapping. We have to let everyone know once again to Google. We need to. Is it still up or are we down I'm, for I'm sure it's still up. I mean I I'm it would be if you if you searched on my Twitter. Yeah. It was like my favorite part of the democratic debate or something. Yeah. Oh my god. And you know. But that's just one of literally dozens and dozens of memes that you've made that have truly just set the the community ablaze. Mm-hmm. Anytime I can inject a Britney uh-huh. reference or song into something. Yes. You will be guaranteed that I will make sure that I never let Britney's songs ever die. It's true. And that is something that we 
have in common to a insane degree is making things about Britney. Mm-hmm. Always. Everything. If I'm writing a 40-page Bjork review, it circles back to Britney. And mm-hmm. if you are covering politics, it circles back to Britney. I, um, in my public speaking class in college, <laughs> I did a, I had, a, it was like a third of the semester. It was like one specific project and it was a persuasive essay. Oh. And mine was about Britney Spears. Shocking. Did not get a good grade. They well, were. She was very unimpressed at the subject matter that I chose, and I did not give a fuck. I mean, as you shouldn't have. Oh, and I also, on my SATs, we were the first grade that had to do that fucking 2, writing. 2400? No, the, uh, maybe. Yeah, instead of It was of the writing section, yeah. and you had to, like, write. So, yeah. oh my God, you guys, this, this I sound insane. I don't care. Uh, SATs. I need to find a copy of this, because I feel like it would be so funny to look at in retrospect. The subject was um, about luck versus working hard. And there was like something about if, oh my God, if any of you were in, I graduated high school in 06. (laughs) So if you graduated that year, you probably were the first one that had to take this SAT with the writing. And it was like, is success based on good luck or working hard? And I literally wrote about the Mickey Mouse Club and Britney Spears and how she had to work hard to get her success. And that it was not luck because she was a dancer. And I wrote this whole thing. And um, again, I um, didn't score very well on that SAT. But it did not matter because here I am. Well, your SAT grader was a man by the name Homophobic. of Larry Rudolph, who would then take that idea <laughs> and turn it into work bitch in 2013. Literally, though. <laughs> oh, my God. I need to get my hands on a copy of that SAT. You actually do. That is vital. I can't believe it. that. Did we all have the same question? Was it global, national? I think so. I wonder what but I wrote at, about. The SATs were different though because you had to like there were different ones that were scheduled at certain oh, times. Oh right. So, so like, unless we took it the same week, then it wouldn't have been the same. I don't recall. If that were my question, it is very possible I would have gone in the same direction. Oh yeah, I, and I did not score very highly. Well, you you did in in the hearts and minds of Britney fans I worldwide. Did. That's all that matters. But yeah, I mean, I feel like we've always injected Britney into our lives, into our work. Certainly into our work. Personal, professional. Personal as well. Something more personal. We've all had a, um, I feel like everyone has had a 2007. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, that's, we'll definitely get into that in 2007 mm-hmm. and what that actually, that term and all of that is. But yes, we, I think you and I definitely relate to her as a person. Yes. In a lot of ways. As a person going through experiences. Lots of experiences. Mm-hmm. Going through life like a karate kid. Literally. Yes. I'll write a good book one day. But it's a podcast. <laughs> this is the good this mysterious is our, book. This is our good mysterious book. <laughs> Fast forward. I feel like it was right before Femme Fatale. Yep. That, you know, gay Twitter was on fire. You oh, know, yeah. Everyone was screeching and, and fighting and Talk burning. Talk about canceling each other. Yeah, wow, we really... And then that's when we actually met at the Ritz at a bar yes and we've just been friends ever since the legendary ritz mm-hmm. uh <laughs> was it a gay twitter function yeah oh it was a gay twitter it was function. a gay twitter function yes yeah. so and then you know we went to piece of me together which is where we've met a lot of people who yeah we've connected with through the interwebs we've through gone the twitter to piece of me together twice in vegas mm-hmm. and and we've met a lot of people from like Social media. Yeah. Like oh, fellow stands tons. who like get it. Yes. You've slept with a lot of them. I have 
definitely had relations with some. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I will neither confirm nor sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> called out uh i've been called out you know someone um, listening is like yeah me yeah me. <laughs> Same. you know what uh give us five stars if you've slept with me uh, at some point yeah. um so go to itunes and click five star <laughs> reviews if you've slept with brad thank you and then like and share like comment Twitter. and subscribe mm-hmm. um great yeah that's what i usually say during um so i have been working on this with kyle this is like a night out with T. Kyle and Bradley. Yeah. Get some popcorn. Get some tea. <laughs> We're going to spill some tea, so get some tea. This is our drama channel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Hey. Hey. Yeah. We're, uh, we're, I don't know how else to describe it, to be honest. Nope. Really 90% cool. Stan, 5% crazy. What's the other 5%? Um, I honestly don't know. <laughs> You'll have to math is see. not our strong no. suit you'll have to wait and see if you can't do the math get out of the, the equation, equation. <laughs> that's our third podcast that's series that's our coming podcast out. series coming mm-hmm. soon uh uh t- 20 years of duff the duff experience duff okay we are duff we like joke about that now but like honestly oh for you sure want to though like after yeah. this is done yeah 20 years of metamorphosis like 20, i'm ready oh my god yes why not because when this podcast is so yesterday oh no this is going in another direction <laughs> just saying legends only legends only hillary duff britney spears and the upcoming trisha paytas podcast coming soon oh my god trisha call us speaking of trisha paytas mm-hmm. though because we've been talking about like you know meeting people in vegas and meeting you guys like when we go places and and go to concerts and stuff me, me and brad we went to opening weekend of Peace of Me yes. in 2013, the wigs, everything. We'll, we'll get into that like later yeah. in, when we get to 2013. But you were there. I was there. When I met Trisha Paytas for the she first time. She was there. We had no idea. She was there in an Oops, I Did It Again cat suit yeah. and perfectly styled Oops, I Did It Again hair. And I was like, oh my God, I'm such a big fan of your music videos. And she's like, oh my God, stop. I'm like obsessed with you. It's true. And I was like, oh my God, like I just love you so much. And then she got mobbed. She did. And she's like, oh, she said something like, I was like, oh my God, you're like so like calm or like so chill. Yeah, she was, was very like, validating. I was like, yeah, like I don't want to like, you know, cause everyone to like mob you. And then this one girl was like, oh my God, Trisha Paytas. <laughs> um, you kept it cool despite being in the presence of Trisha. I did. I was in the presence of a legend and I kept it so cool. And Brad got a picture of me like. I got several pictures of you like basically dying inside. But oh, keeping oh, it cool totally inside. dying outside. on the inside. Um, but yeah, it's like experiences like that throughout the years. Yeah. We literally were filing out of Brittany and it was all about Trisha in that moment. For oh, Kyle. yeah. I was like, um, one legend to the next. Yes. I'm ready. Sign me up. When's your residency starting? Exactly. I'm ready to see Freaky live. Ugh, queen of pop. But like, yeah, I mean, like people like Trisha, who are also like such stands. We're a family, basically. I will I will go out on a limb and say that. Yeah. We're like a little community. The, the beauty girls are over. Beauty it's gurus. now Britney's. Oh, my God. Now that they're all canceled. Could you imagine if, like, Britney stands ha- had drama fights on... They do. Have you read Exhale? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I Have you seen how many times I've been dragged? It's, yeah, Momos. Momos. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, 
the Britney community definitely has its fair share of uh, drama. Oh, it's I, now that I'm thinking about now it, that I'm, I'm like, thinking oh, wait, I'm just certain. Kidding. I had a housewife sit down with um, another fan. You did. I just remember it. I was like, actually, now that I think about it, I'm like, uh-huh. Blocking. One of our mutual friends is like a huge mutuals. stan, and he is like so hot and um, got really famous online because he's very attractive. And so I like blocked him, and I was like, you're a fake fan. <laughs> and then like even though I was like secretly like so jealous because he was so hot and then like years later we had a housewife sit down in Vegas and now it's all good oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like oh yeah you um, blocked me on Facebook and I was like you're right I uh, absolutely did I absolutely did yeah mm-hmm. you did it was very tense oh my god Britney stands fighting could you imagine putting um, 15 Britney stands in a house that's a show mm-hmm. that is big fat bass brother big fat bass <laughs> Oh my god, bye. Mm-hmm. True though. I would win. You absolutely would win. Mm-hmm. I'd be the Kim G of the season. You would set it all up mm-hmm. and then you would take home the glory after you win the final challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh which All eyes on us. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, that's a whole I'm not gonna keep giving out free ideas, but big fat base brother. That's a good idea. Tagline, all eyes on us. Web series. That's a good web series. It'll be like... Me, you, Trisha Paytas. <laughs> I would actually probably get kicked out, like, first episode. Depends on what the rules are. People can take everything away from you. But they can never take away your truth. But the question is... Have you subscribed? Yes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast here. Subscribe anywhere. Yes. That you can. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Spotify. You can listen on SoundCloud. And uh, how do you follow us personally to get a little more oh, personal? Your most personal follow ever. <laughs> uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at T Kyle Mac and Instagram. I post really good Instagram stories just saying T. Uh, there was silence. <laughs> I'm like, do you disagree? No, I love them all. I do. Oh. I do. <laughs> okay. So this is Brad's last episode. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for joining. It, oh, wait. It, was... it reminds me of that episode of um, that Sharknado interview with. <laughs> oh, have so much fun in Sharknado 47. <laughs> You're literally terrible. <laughs> I was spacing out. It wasn't because okay. I was considering your Instagram story. <laughs> Oh, good luck with your tits. Uh, <laughs> where can they find you? I don't know if they'll be able to find me after this. Uh, if you want, you can follow me at Mew Muse. I also post uh, Instagram stories. They're not as good as Kyle's. Let's just make that clear. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah, at MewMuse.com. I said, at MooMuse.com. Oh. Anyway, back to the show. So the one of the reasons why we connected, obviously, was because of our love for Britney. Mm-hmm. I care as much as you care right. about Britney. Right. So we've been day one stands. Exactly. And we care on the same level mm-hmm. that like I know you guys do at yeah. home. The references, caring about every move, mm-hmm. watching every Instagram post. Mm-hmm. Like we are on the same level of caring. And I'm really curious, like, as we're going through, because we became friends right around pre-Femme Fatale mm-hmm. 2010 era. So we missed a whole decade. We did. Of not being friends before 
we finally, you know, united and have been slaying the internet. Exactly. Um, and yet we experienced so much, even without knowing each other at the same time mm-hmm. and had the same experiences in different places. Totally. We could bring it back to the first experience that we've mm-hmm. ever had with Brittany. So let's take it back to 1998, shall we? 20 years ago. We're going to take you, rewind in time, go back to October 23rd, 1998. When was the first time you encountered, <clears throat> did you first lay your eyes on the legend or sonically hear the sounds of Baby One More Time echoing through your ear canals? So... My memory of the experience, unfortunately, I didn't have that moment where I saw it on TV and I have that exact memory of where I saw it. Mm-hmm. Definitely saw it on MTV, presumably TRL. I don't recall the exact moment I saw it. What my first memory is, is going to Virgin Megastore. R.I.P. R.I.P. in Orlando, Florida. And picking up the record i was going down the escalator and there was a giant cascading advertisement for the album so that was technically 99 actually but but still a day one a day one i should also say that i remember vague conversations with schoolmates at that time Mm -hmm. and i see there's going to be a lot of like repression in my story all the way up to like 2003 which i had a huge emancipation and a proud public emancipation i had a difficult time being that gay so yeah i mean i was very very (laughs) i was so fucking gay i was very gay too but at the same time i was really in denial so i remember doing uh i remember have the memory of me mocking her shimmy in the hallway gotcha to my, trying to be like mask yeah 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 like, oh. mm, huh. look how like she does that but like secretly going secretly home and, going home and perfecting like, it tails and totally yeah. yeah so i remember mocking that in front of my friends and being like oh my god but like actually that was my legend right you stand totally um yeah where did you first okay so i remember mine very vividly mm. And I also have a bone to pick with someone that's out there in the universe, which I will, will, I don't know. Okay. But if they are, just know that I'm coming for you. So back in the day, um, when we were teens, used to hang out at the mall. It's this place where like, there's a lot of stores and they're all like in the same place. I don't know if you guys know what malls are. The kids these days, they have no, I mean, they have Amazon. Yeah, they have Amazon. Um, so we used to hang out at the mall and you would go with your click and you would hang out at the mall and you know, you'd get Chick-fil-A before they're problematic and there was a store called Sam Goody, which was the mm-hmm. only music store in the mall. Mm-hmm. And I always used to go because I was obsessed with collecting single album art covers. I have a Legends binder. Some of you may know of this. I can't believe we're already getting to the Legends um, binder. But yeah, that was the, this was the first start of the Legends binder. I used to collect singles that would come out. Like I remember very vividly, I have got the J-Lo singles and like the Britney ones. And um, I, I even had some cassettes, which I got rid of, but... Anywho, so I'd go to Sam Goody and I would see what ones they had because they were singles, so they didn't always have everything. And there was a display unit and it was all the paperback 
Baby One More Time single release. So this is before the album. Yep. And there was actually a woman in the store that was like, hey, have you heard this new song by this new artist named Britney Spears? Oh my God. So me being like always trying to be like ahead of the curve yeah. and like ahead of its time, I was like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. You know, like listening to this girl thinking like this is the coolest new thing and I need to buy this because it's what's going to be cool. Right. So I need to buy this and then show everyone at school so that I'm the cool one. So I did just that. I bought it. And it's paperback cover. The brown hair, like that old, very like, I don't even know what word to describe it. It's very innocent. Angelic. Yeah, it's very angelic. Yeah. I remember, this is, this is there, whoever's out there that's listening, if this is you, I had a party, a birthday party. And this is back when you had a CD player. So mm-hmm. you'd like rotate the CD and like the friggin' top thing. Oh, yeah. Someone stole that baby one more time single and the fucking paperback cover. Oh, like my, oh, my original, I would still have it to this day. All my other ones are in pristine condition, but, um, yeah, that's like the first, I was kind of like a blind, it was a blind purchase. I had never heard it. Yeah. And then I just remember by the time it got to TRL, I was like, Oh, I know that. I know her. Yeah. Wow. Baby one more time. So ahead of the So she was like my my second fave after the Spice Girls. Spice Girls, right. Mm -hmm. That was also my entry into standum. But, you know, this was just another level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, a completely other level. Right. Yeah, but because by the time the video had come out and it completely swept up the world. um, Major. New in my heart. That was oh. my queen. Did you guys catch that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reference. Deep in my heart. It would take uh, the full album experience that would come in mm-hmm. 99 to fully seal the deal. But yes. yeah, that was the moment that led us to the release of the debut single. Mm-hmm. And now we're here 20 years and later. we're here. 74 and still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> um. Still listening and dancing to Slate for You. Still listening, still watching her perform to the same vocals from 19. Oh, literally though. Like that 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 CD single that I purchased 20 years ago. They're is pushing now, play on it backstage yeah, at Beast. Mm-hmm. They're putting it in the CD holder and they're pressing play. <laughs> and I'm still screaming. I also feel like we should address that. Like we should address the whole vocals. Vocal thing. Mm-hmm. Because I think people, you know, people think that Britney fans for some reason don't know that that's like the case or whatever it may be about the vocals. Mm-hmm. We're fully in on the joke and we fully appreciate that she is a performer and she doesn't need to be live all the mm-hmm. time. But I feel like a lot of people, they either forget yeah. that there were vocals oh, yeah, or they just don't know because they're newsstands. True. And that is a topic that we will get into in specifically 2007. Yes. When we talk about the second generation of Britney fans mm-hmm. that came in at the breakdown. Yes. Which is a distinctly different fan. It is. Um, but in 98, there were vocals. In 98, there were hella vocals. There were vocals that got her her record deal. Exactly. So many may not know that she got her record deal by singing live in front of a group of executives. Got that deal. With Jive Records. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have a really good video on your YouTube channel. I do. Is that from 98? This is from a showcase in Singapore in 98. Yes. When it's it was, incredible. She was just starting out performing Sometimes Baby and You Got It All, which is incredible to see her performing that. That is a cover 
uh, and it was not even included on the first album. They weirdly mm-hmm. tacked it onto the second album. But yeah, so it's a showcase. You can check it out on my YouTube mm-hmm. slash Mew Muse. A full presentation. She's so young and it's so weird. And she's just singing in like a little black dress, like karaoke style almost, performing like these soon to be smash hit songs. Mm-hmm. in front of god knows who maybe yeah. nobody oh could you imagine being there no i actually could not imagine oh. that i mean in this day and age like seeing her perform no right like seeing her with the mic on <laughs> um we we love her we Don't love even. her and we should make it very clear that when we say those things it is out of a place of mm-hmm. love and respect yes. it is not to actually shade her but that's another reason why i feel like we connect because we both have a strange sense of humor and like we can literally talk in britney references exactly and completely understand and it almost just like it's almost like i don't even stop to think about it because i'm like oh i got that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and i feel like that is something that britney fans have like created amongst themselves so it's Mm -hmm. like a language yep we understand each other we do a really really cool and different language Mm -hmm. really amazing Really, really really great really great also in 98 which i'm curious to hear from you and also to anyone that might be listening to this she did a mall tour in 98 that's right now looking back in retrospect i had absolutely no idea there was a mall tour going on as a kid right if i had known i would have gone yeah because i loved going to the mall i don't think she ever performed at one in new jersey but were any of you at the britney spears mall tour We'd love I to know. I would love to hear some firsthand, because there's a couple of videos on like YouTube yeah. and Instagram of like the mall tour, mm-hmm. but I would die. I've only, have you ever been to a mall tour? I have n- uh, I might have been to a mall tour. Certainly not hers. I definitely didn't know it was happening when it was happening. I probably would not have gone while it was happening because I was- oh, You were masked. Closeted mask, yeah. and uh, also like afraid of crowds. So that would have been a hard Sounds time like for a, me. Yeah, not yeah. a good mix. Yeah, no. But <laughs> um, be not in the mix. Be not in the mix. You know, because I feel like I didn't really express it outwardly until we got into in the zone. Right. Well, it's also the her way of just getting people to be like, "Hi, I'm new." Like that Completely. girl that was in Sam Goody and was like, "Hey, you should buy this." I mean, it's just so foreign in this day and age to even imagine like an artist doing that. The only thing in comparison would be like an artist hitting up like local radio and doing like radio stints. Well, um, I did go to a mall tour once. Which one? Okay. So I went to a mall in South Jersey. Oh my God. Tom's River Mall or something like that. I forget. To see the legendary, the iconic Brooke Hogan. (gasps) Stop. Oh, I do actually dead ass serious. And I believe it was my friend Kate that came with me. Um, Kate, if you're listening, girl, confirm. I think we have photos somewhere. We drove down to go see Brooke Hogan perform in a mall, and she literally had the chaps, like remember yeah. when she did the whole dirty look? Yes. Um, and she performed about us. Ugh. And there was maybe like forty people there, and I was dying. And she was so orange and spray tanned. <sighs> And I was living. I was like, oh, my God, she wants to be Britney. And, like, so do I. Same. Yeah. There, I mean, that we should talk about, too, is just the massive crop of pop princesses that erupted because of her. Mm-hmm. Which, we love them all. Oh, all of them. Will afford We the stand most. all of them. Yes. 
She really did that. She mm-hmm. really set off the career. She showed the girls multiple. what they should have did, <laughs> she if you will. Sure did. But that's not what we're here for that's today. Not, we're not. We're certainly <laughs> who, not. Who? Who? Oh, who is it? Uh, no, it's Britney Bitch. That will will revisit Mandy Moore's career in our other oh, podcast. That yes, the next edition. It's yes. Mandy. Give Bitch. us more. Twenty years of Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Or like. Jessica, oh, irresistible. Jessica. Literally, I I have been very open about the fact that I hate all of her music, <gasps> all of it. Are you kidding? I what is a good song from Jessica Simpson? Um, irresistible. Yeah, little drummer boy, the duet on the Christmas EP with but Ashley. Like, yeah, I mean, I kind okay, a public affair, a public affair, a public affair. She has maybe three songs. With you? Yeah, that's the third one. Okay, well, this is not a Jessica Simpson podcast, so um, we're going to have a conversation about this later because I'm really offended. All I, I only say it to say, like, Ashley's collection is so vastly superior that it's just insane that Jessica was, like, the bigger star. But anyway. Um, this might be the end of our friendship. <laughs> you anyway. You don't think Ashley is superior, too. I'm... Not going to comment on oh any I want other than Britney Spears on okay. this podcast. Bringing it back to Britney, mm-hmm. uh, 1998. 1998. What other memories do you have from that time? Honestly, I just remember getting the single, and then I was like that gay. Like I was so fucking gay. I just remember I was obsessed with Britney, and I was yep. would always just tell everyone. Everyone knew I was like a couple years before that. Actually, no, it was at the, like around the same time. Well, no, it was like 96, 97 was like the Spice Girls. Yeah. And I li- I was like, I had the, the Spice Girl pops. I used to trade bitches in mm-hmm. the lunchroom and be like, which stickers did you get? I had the Barbie dolls. Like I was looking back, I was so gay. I mean, I definitely convinced my parents to get the Spice dolls for my sister, knowing full well that I wanted to see the posh and the baby yeah. dolls. In 100%. Person. God, yeah, I really like... My gayness was so shoved down that I totally, I mean, I had the albums and I stand the songs, but I was not outward. I was not outward with the fandom until I fucking burst into it in high school and she was on the cover of every high school binder. But that's later in oh, our that podcast. Oh, was, that was when the Brave New Girl that's jumped out. truly the Brave New Girl jumped out. That's, we'll get into that when we get in the zone. Also, the music video for Baby One More Time came out at the end of this year and really just shook the pop world. Right. So Britney from the jump had an iconic moment, which you're lucky if you're a one hit wonder to have like a memorable moment. Mm -hmm. And for her, it could have been that this could have been just this teen pop sensation, sort of like a, I think we're alone now from Tiffany, which is shade because Tiffany's a queen. But anyway, like she could have had a one hit wonder moment. Of course we know she did not. Um, right, because she was like the first one, I would say, not like since Madonna, but like she was one of the the first of these like new pop girls to kind of jump out mm-hmm. on MTV and yep. get this like boost. So it's almost like you didn't know what to expect. Like, yeah, it could have been a one hit wonder or yeah. is this like a new Madonna? I was like, this is a new pop star. Like, who? what is this? Completely. And she got the comparisons to Madonna from the jump, not because she necessarily looked or sounded like her but because of her impact yes um because such a male dominated moment the boy bands yes side note backstreet boys are one of the greatest boy bands of all times but um that's a different argument for a different day noted the call is one of the best songs of their career um yes so got the comparisons to madonna from the jump despite the fact that she actually lifts the most from janet that's another conversation for another time 
video itself, I mean, there have been so many think pieces about it over the years and so many references and things like that. What are your thoughts on the fact that she was barely 17 and like came up with that concept and everything? Because I I feel like stands know that, but like Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't. Like it was her idea to do that whole schoolgirl, you know, the crop top the pigtails. Yep. Um, I, I mean, it's interesting because it's like, she didn't go, she didn't finish school and she didn't go to college. Right. So I feel like she was kind of having like an alter ego moment where it was like, she was kind of having a fantasy moment. Interesting. Yeah. Like she was like, I kind of want to be that girl. Right. And so because she didn't have that like experience as like an actual teen, like mm-hmm. the rest of us, like if I was a girl in high school, Oh my God, I would have literally done the pigtails the mini skirt. I would have like broken all the rules to get in trouble. I'm shocked that you didn't anyway. Yeah. Well, I did get kicked out of Catholic school, but um, well, that was for different reasons. Mm. Um, I just cursed a lot and hated everyone and hated wearing the uniform. Um, <laughs> I feel like she was having a fantasy moment where she was like, I want to be like, everybody has yeah, one fantasy. Everyone has one. Even <laughs> Britney Spears in 1998, um, 1998 fantasy deep in my heart. Oh my, oh my god. god. That, you are that, on a deep in my heart kick. Well, it's been stuck in my head since that frigging Instagram video. I know. Serving vocals, vocals on that song. But yeah, I mean, she was just living a fantasy moment. That is, I never actually really thought about it, that it did coincide with the fact that she should have been in school at that time. Right, like she was right. pulled out of school mm-hmm. and, and stopped going. Yeah. And was like, oh, you know. Yeah, and of course we have her assistant now for 20 years, on it, on and off in some cases, uh, Felicia playing her teacher, mm-hmm. which was a really cute moment. It's it's even more meaningful now knowing that she's been along for the ride the whole time. Right. It's really special to see her in that video. She's like in the convertible and mm-hmm. she's just chilling with her friends. Chilling with her friends. And she's like, she didn't have that experience. There's, but she's a legend instead, so it's fine. There's also like a casual backflip that she does mm-hmm. pulls off without, you know, the new girls can't relate. No. No. Because Brittany was a, is a dancer. Right. And she has X Factor. Exactly. Which is why we're here talking about her That's 20 right. years later. So the other thing is we haven't actually discussed the song itself. Right. It's hard to even talk about Baby because it's so immense. It's beyond just one of her good songs. It's now like a pop culture staple. The first few seconds are just so memorable yeah the, you hear them the opening three notes of the piano Da-na-na. it's just over and it's like a sing-along for weddings karaoke everywhere you go like mm-hmm. certainly after midnight in a gay bar you play that everyone gets lit mm-hmm. very easy to do for a dj um but she also came out the gate with scandal yes which is why i'm like i think she made the impact that she did because it was like and like as a when I remember, I remember listening to it, I like never thought of this stuff. The whole the lyric like hit me baby hit me, one baby. more time. Me I'm either. like what? Because like back then you would be like, oh, hit me up on my like yeah, you know, hit me up on AIM or like hit me up on AOL. Yeah, that was like the thing we used to say when we were cool. Right, and AIM 10. away message. I'm like yeah, hit me up. Yeah, hit the Sally. Do you remember Call making me. like AOL Insta Messenger like uh, away I message spent hours calculating how to look as non-bothered as possible just yeah. being like hit the celly yeah hit busy outie so she was like hit me baby one more time so i'm like oh yeah like i'll hit you up girl like i wanted to be her friend yeah i had never once thought it was like physically strike me one more time no but i feel like i feel like but people did the media yeah did back then, they took which it which is why there. my parents or like why parents of like my friends would be like oh you're not allowed to listen to that yeah like, i mean what? there were multiple reasons why 
that was controversial. Obviously, the video was very sexy. Also, the yes, the the lyrical part of that song, Max Martin himself, like talked about it later and said that the intention was like, "Hit me up on your phone." Yeah, which which I us got. kids, us tweens, we got at the time. We got it, but the parents yeah. were clutching their pearls. Shook the house, mm-hmm. and I think that was part of the attraction was that she did something that unsettled mm-hmm. our parents, the older generation. That's true. MTV. Yeah. It was like shocking. It was shocking. And I think that was part of the whole she could be the new Madonna thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song itself obviously is a smash. I feel like you should, we just passed the 20th of the song um, coming out. And uh, she basically... She had an interview, and she just said it was a blur. Just said it it all has happened so fast, and it was a blur. Everything, everything, everything is still a blur. blur. Uh, I, well, I, she's one who does not like to dwell on the past. Well, yes. Stay in the present, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, she probably thinks it's really weird that we care this much still. Probably. <laughs> but also like she should understand how iconic this was for her mm-hmm. like she should i hope she's proud of it i think she's proud of it for sure maybe it's more that she doesn't know what else to say about it right it's been a long time it's been a long time it's been remixed numerous times it has been remixed remastered she still performs it still performs it sort of every a tour, goth version now yeah currently she seems to have remixed it almost instantly after its release because mm-hmm. she's done jazzy cabaret versions. She's Onyx Hotel. done mm-hmm. the femme fatale sort of like rock chicky one. Yeah. Then it got like something more urban for circus. Circus had like the dance break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She always likes to spice that one up, especially, I mean, rightfully so like she's probably more than sick of it. Yeah. That song itself has evolved a lot with her own live show over the years. Um, my personal favorite is the jazzy Onyx version. So good. Always loved that. That's because we get vocals. My personal favorite is Dream Within a Dream oh, Tour. Mm-hmm. Baby One More Time. Well, yes. So epic. Which we will discuss. You we know, will discuss. When we, you know, time travel to <laughs> that year, we will discuss Dream Within a Dream Tour. But like exactly. that performance of Baby was so epic. And to this day, do you feel like there are still like, are there like, baby things still happening like has anyone covered recently or is that one song with that girl what's her name she's like that blonde girl and she's a song and it's like it's like 2002 oh and marie's 2002 but doesn't she say baby one more time mm-hmm. yeah which girl it was in 98 yeah but that, like mm, the references on that song are yeah, a bit a off. off sweetie but she was well-intentioned a better reference is uh the saturday's disco love the lyric is, you take me back in time to 1999. DJ saying, hit me, baby, one more time. Oh, so good. So good. It's hard to describe the impact of baby. It really is. Because it's not like anything that we've seen no. in a long time. No, certainly not. Or long. might ever see again. True. That is true. Because the world's ending next year. Right. Yeah, we're um, right on time for yeah, uh, oh. <laughs> at the end of this mm-hmm. podcast, actually. Yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was the time when we all gathered around and watched TRL together and experienced <sighs> things best. together. There 
was more of a concentration in one place than oh, yeah. it was like MTV. It was the place. Mm-hmm. It was like focused. Specifically, yes, that place was called MTV. Mm-hmm. Music, and television. Yes. Yeah. And then they decided that was no longer necessary. So but anyway. I think that's part of why it was such a big impact is we all watched it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then we fought to make it number one forever on TRL. That's true. But that pretty much sums up, I feel like, 98. Yeah, and I think at first... And if you watch that very early interview that either you linked me to or somebody just posted... Oh, when she did the Rosie O'Donnell show? Yeah, and even earlier. She just did a red carpet, and it was like, so your song's really blowing up right now, and they're like oh. asking her about it. She's like, yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like people didn't necessarily take it seriously at the beginning. And why would you? Right. Um, because it could have been a fluke. It could have just been a cute song. That was mm-hmm. a hit an umbop. Sorry to Hanson fans. But as we know, that was not the case. And it almost it's, it's almost more impressive that crazy. And sometimes we're like more important in a way because they had to show that she wasn't just baby. Right. She wasn't just a one hit wonder. We certainly stand Carly Rae, but like she has had to overcome call me maybe so much. And to this day, people think that's all she does. Mm -hmm. So it's actually quite impressive that she was able to overcome baby because it was so huge. Like she kept the ball rolling. Thank God. Now I also remember that I remember sitting while my mom was watching Rosie O'Donnell Mm -hmm. and I saw Brittany on Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh my God, I know who that is. Because I thought it was like so cool. See, you're going to have like much better, more vivid memories of Britney from 98 to because like 03. Because you're insane. And because I was like playing EverQuest and like live journaling and just oh, dark times. The, I mean, I, I support that. <laughs> TRL was very big yeah, for me. So like mm-hmm, right. I, I had a, a like my girls at school and it was like... Right. If you went in the next day and uh, there was a song that was now four instead of two or one, it was like pointing fingers and blaming. Like, did you go home and vote? For real? Yeah. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my God. So would be like, um, did you go home and vote? Because it slipped to number two. And we need to get it to number one next week. <laughs> get it together, ladies. So we ladies. would go home and we'd be like calling and calling and calling and like voting. Wow. I didn't so much have friends. So it wasn't <laughs> really... <laughs> Yeah, no, I definitely didn't have any of that. I do remember being anxious about the countdown, though. I remember, mm-hmm. like, the, the oh, God, I hope I hope Linkin Park or, like, Limp Biscuit doesn't outsell. Right. Watching, like, the Backstreet Boy and NSYNC fans fight each other. Oh, well, that was I'm amazing. I'm going to freaking kill her. <laughs> that video is also, like, we're going to be throwing a lot of things at you that um, yeah, you're probably going to have Google to just pause a lot. and Google. But you will appreciate <laughs> That you do, because there's nothing that Brad or I will tell you right. to watch or spend your time on that isn't worth it. So worth it. So go to YouTube and type in Backstreet Boys and Sick Fan Fighting at TRL. <laughs> I'm going to freaking kill her. I'm going to kill her. It's like, that was me. In, yeah, it like, was. And still is. But I was on the Backstreet side and the right side. Yeah. I, I was that girl, like, going to school and being like, uh, sometimes is now number three. Like, I'm going to freaking kill her. Like, which one of you didn't follow I'm the color. Oh, oh my god, it's my so god. good! But that pretty much wraps up '98. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, it was that really is just the song and video. That and then, is the genesis. Okay, so if you had to assign a nickname to a, a Britney nickname, mm-hmm. a knee, 
not like knee like she the one she the broke knee. like like n-e-y to the year 1998 what would what would knee be it has to be baby knee oh it has to be mm-hmm. i think schoolgirl knee baby knee pigtails knee I like pigtails knee. Pigtails knee because that's good. really like it's that is like now a symbol. Yeah, like the 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 braided pigtail with mm-hmm. the pink. Yeah, little like remember those pencils that had like the little thing on the end. Yes, like that literally was Britney. True, it was Britney's pigtails impact was on those pencils. <laughs> I would pigtails say pigtail knee, knee for nineteen ninety eight. Definitely, it really just took off in ninety nine. It did. Yep, right, right in January ninety nine. 1999 hopefully we'll see you there (laughs) hopefully we'll see you there (laughs) i'll see you then see you then someone will get that somebody somebody will understand that reference i feel like there's so many things that i could just say that someone will get there should be a stan who just like time codes every single reference it'll be like shook it'll be like bradley and t kyle referencing vine for 10 oh my god yes I hope that happens. Ugh, dreams. I want to be on Shook's Dreams YouTube within a dream. Uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, um, Jacqueline annoying. Hill annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Bradley annoying t for 10 minutes straight. Perfect. Doesn't look. Anyway. All right. Well, thank you guys for uh, following us on this journey thus yes. far. We're going to take you through all 20 years mm-hmm. as promised. And then some. Maybe we'll throw in some extra tidbits along the way you never know i guess you'll have to wait and see you have to wait and see um so you can follow us yes on the social media channels yes please listen to the following uh you can follow me on twitter at muse m-u-u-m-u-s-e or instagram facebook youtube all the Mm -hmm. all muse musicali musicali i'll be debuting my new single Um, no, we don't. Oh my God. The kids these days have musicalities. What, what Wait, is even that? I can't. Moomoo's. I, I forgot about Moomoo's. Oh yeah. Moomoo's. I was um, recently shaded. Yeah. So if I, if I happen to say Moomoo's, that's where it, it comes from. <laughs> um, but oh my God, no, not musical. I had a hit clips back in the day. Oh, I have a hit clips as well. Yeah, I, I have, yeah. um, the crazy one. I have crazy. Uh, that was like the yeah. only one I think. Crazy. Yeah. I think I it might've been. A, I, have a, uh, I still have it as a Christmas ornament oh. for my Christmas tree. She still works. Um, yes. But anywho, uh, yeah, and you can follow me, T Kyle Mac, on Twitter, and then T dot Kyle on Instagram. Yeah. And YouTube, T Kyle M. Definitely follow on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. She's a vlogger. I am a vlogger. I'm, you a, can also, I'm a beauty girl. You can send uh, if if Kylie Jenner, please please add T Kyle yeah. to the PR list. Kylie Jenner's lip kit. Kylie. <laughs> um, shaking. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's about it for now, but follow us along in 1999. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.